0: Everybody. Welcome back to Level Uploading, Fight Feeling, Space Facts with yours truly Shay. I have a special guest with me today. Sharnetta, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Sharnetta. I am so excited to be on the podcast for this discussion. It's very, very important to me. So I'm very excited about this. Thanks for having Absolutely.
0: me. Absolutely. I was like, I was telling you off the camera, like I was. Like let me just try to ask her. So basically, just for some background, um, I have posted something about Marlon Wayans, basically mm-hmm. saying that he decided that he wasn't going to get married because his mother needed him, and um, you know, that to me sounded like a, a cop out. <laughs> But then, Charnetta, she popped up, and she had, you know, her own view on it. So I was like, okay, yeah, this would be a good topic. And I think it is something that not only our culture, but all cultures really do need to have that background in. So um, we will be talking about basically boy moms, Mm -hmm. um, mother-son relationships, and the good, the bad, the healthy, and how to get that boundary put in place. Okay, so I have my first question. Um, Obviously, adultification of children looks differently. Um, Mm -hmm. It's something that I wish wasn't a thing, but unfortunately it is. But it looks so differently between girls Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and boys. So, like, for the girls, it's more so about trying to protect their purity and, you know, making sure they don't get violated and things like that. But for little boys, that's kind of more like making him your the man of the house, the mm-hmm. pseudo husband, um, you know things like that. So, in your experience, do you have um, brothers or boy cousins? Mm-hmm. And well, obviously you have. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you like yes. My family is not just girls. Yeah. No, I mean, no, yeah. have you ever experienced or noticed the difference, Absolutely. basically, as, as how the women treated the you know treated the the boys in the family versus how you were treated,
1: yeah, um well not not so much in my own family, but like just seeing like dynamics of like um my son's father's side of the family or like mm-hmm. my paternal side of the family is yeah. kinda like um a lot of times the girls are coddled, like you know what I mean, like you said, it's kind of just like. Protect them. You have to be this type of way. You have to do this. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the focus is on the girl. And then the boy is like, why are you crying? Tighten up. Man like, up. Like, mm-hmm. you fall, your leg okay. It's okay if you're bleeding. Get some tissue. And it's like, you know, they didn't give them an opportunity to feel anything. It was kind of just like, you know, young, like, don't do that. You can't cry. You got to be okay. And then all you're doing is showing them to grow up and they can't feel anything. So now they can't express themselves, which is going to lead into their other relationships, whether it's work, whether it's a romantic relationship or friendship, they're going to have issues with expressing how they feel or even knowing how they feel because yeah. I know that I was hurt and I wanted to cry, but I was told not to cry. So maybe crying is not the appropriate feeling if I'm in pain.
0: So now pain. what do I do with this feeling? So now what do
1: I do? Now i become mm-hmm. angry. because now I'm mad that my knee is hurting because I was <laughs> upset that they didn't let me cry. So that pissed me off. So now I associate the pain with being upset and, yep now it's like, now I have anger issues.
0: That's my only go-to because that's yeah. the only thing that was even semi-okay. You know what I mean? Like, you might see a little boy get a little upset and it's like, oh, okay, he's just he just having a moment. He he'll be okay. okay. Yeah. Right, he'll be okay. So he he's not allowed to be a child and just right. feel hurt because he hurt yeah. his knee. He has to internalize that and unfortunately that is where we get situations where like you said
1: and then they kind of just have this suck it up mentality so you know what i mean it's kind of like which also goes into like well when they do have a partner i can't i feel like i can't tell her or him how i feel because in the back of my mind even though the partner may be nothing like this this mm-hmm. is just what i was taught so if i tell them they may get mad and tell me to suck it up so i'm gonna just keep it to myself So now we got the anxiety and the depression and the anger and all of that because I don't have an outlet. It all
0: rolls downhill. It's like everything, it starts off as a small thing and it just starts rolling until it becomes this bigger problem. And it's really sad. So do you have a reason, do you think why it is so normalized for that dynamic to be the case? Now, I will say, in my opinion, as far as the girls, like, yes, coddled. But they're just adultified in a different way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they could cry, but also, you can't do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you can't do nothing. Can't go nowhere. Don't wear that. Uh, Don't stand like that. Put mm-hmm. your hip up. You know, they have their own different type of dynamic that would will, will be a whole nother subject for a whole nother like, day. <laughs> Ooh, that, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> but as a boy, mom, um, Do you, what do you think is the reasoning behind why that's so normalized?
1: Generational curse. It was Mm -hmm. just like, well, this is how my grandfather raised my dad and my dad raised my brothers. And you know what I mean? Like, I need you to be hard. And like you said earlier with the pseudo husband, so... You know, with the with the mother being in a home with only boys, or with with boys being the majority of the number of children, mm-hmm. and her head is, I need you to be strong because I have to do this. I have to go to work. I have to keep the house clean. I have to cook, and I have to do this. You have to take care of your sisters, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like you have to be the man, like you said. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, that's not their role. So they learn young to be tough. We don't. I don't have time to cry because I got to get my sister to school. I have to make sure they fed while my mom is working at night or whatever they're doing. Or even if they saw an example of their dad was in a home and he wasn't appropriately handling his business. It's the Mm come from what they learned. So I see my dad get upset. So now that's what I feel like is the right thing to do, even if that's not how I feel. So it's just the passing down of that same torturing the kids, because that's what I call them. You're really just, it's child abuse because you don't let them feel what they want to feel. And then you grow up and say, well, why would he beat that girl up? Or why would he beat that boy up? Anger is how you told him to respond to his emotions. So, so now he's slashing out. That's it. All I know is to get mad and tear the house up. And then like, even with me, like, so what I try to teach my son now is I let him feel everything, but I teach big feelings and little villains. Okay. So, um, a little feeling is, I'm not saying you can't get upset, but, um, if you're in the kitchen and you spill your juice, that's a little feeling because the, the fix is just to get a towel and clean it up and pour another cup of juice. So simple. It's okay because you can make mistakes and you will make mistakes and it's juice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to come behind you and say, you so stupid. Why would you spill that juice? Because now it's teaching. I can't make a mistake. And this spilling juice is a big deal when it don't have to be. Some people make everything
0: a big deal. Some
1: people make everything a big deal. And now that trickles down to, I got to grow up. I got to be a perfectionist. I can't get a B because my Mm -hmm. mom is going to beat me up if I get a B because I spilled juice and she went off. I don't have time for error. I don't have room for error.
0: That is a lot of pressure for a child of any gender. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of just like you you put the put them in adult situations and then we say, you're too grown. Like, <laughs> stay in a child's place. It is such you, a contradiction. You, you so... put them in an adult situation by telling them to suck their feelings up because even though you're five, you're supposed to know better. But who Like, you didn't better? teach
0: me. Exactly. And, you know, another thing that you mentioned is like as far as, um you know, you have to be tough. You got to take care of your, 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 your sisters and you know, be the fake husband of the house. Being so young and having to make sacrifices, like, we have the whole rest of our lives mm-hmm. to make sacrifices, whether it's for you know, the betterment of our careers, for our families. We have the whole rest of our lives to make sacrifices as adults. So to make that happen prematurely is just so unfair. Like,
1: Cheers. And like you said, it's the pressure, because it's like that also causes them to think illogically and not be able to make decisions when they grow up. Because I'm telling you everything you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to do I need you to do this. You have to take care of this. You have to do this. So I'm feeding you everything I need you to do. So now when someone asks you, oh, can you figure out which, you know, I don't. I can't decide on what file we should bring into the table. You know, we have a meeting today. You're going to panic. I got caught on all your mom, your mom has been your parents, not even just your mom, because there's some single dads too, or you know, that are in a household that are just yes. don't know how to, you know, they're just doing what they learn. Mm-hmm. I tell you what to do all the time. So now I don't know what to do if you're not here, which caused me again to get angry because I was never given the tools to be able to make decisions and say, OK, I'm a little anxious right now because I don't understand what's going on. I need to take a deep breath. Let me sit down. Let me figure this out. Let me write it out. Mm-hmm. And then we can just process it that way. Everything is just coming to you all at once. And it's just like we have to provide them with the tools to be to say, I understand the emotion I'm feeling right now is fear, is anxiety, is hurt, Mm -hmm. is whatever it is. I need to sit down and understand this is my trigger. So let me take a seat, figure out what I'm mad about and figure out what the process is to get better. Like we don't give them that.
0: One thing I noticed for sure is that sometimes, I mean, obviously, like you said, it's general, it's generational curses. So no one talks them properly. So it's unfortunately usually passed down. I'm thankful that we're in an age of of modern um, where we can look up stuff and you know get other perspectives a lot easier than we could back in the day. So I do see a, a big change in that. I will say I do notice that. Um, when it comes to mother and son relationships sometimes, and this is of course, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. um, it's like, it's almost like they're raising the daughter to be proficient to make sure she can handle Mm -hmm. the home, but they're just loving the son. They're just kind of, um. Well, yeah, crippling him, not preparing him for the world, not giving him any of the tools that he needs. It's just love. It's just love and affection, you know, like future. <laughs> it's love and affection, love and affection. Um, whatever you need, baby, go on the I may just mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll wash your clothes. Not teaching him real life skills. And um, when we were talking about the whole Marlon not wanting to, you know, leave his mother because he felt that. She needed him more than a partner would. I was, was taken aback by that because I'm like, as a mother, if I I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. as a mother, if I had a son and he told me, I, I don't want to get married because you need me more. Absolutely
1: not. What? You sound crazy. <laughs> like, what right? if you don't get out of my face? I am not That's, your woman. <laughs> right. Just so everybody can know, like, my perspective behind that was, like, you know, what we're leading to, like, we don't create boundaries for boys and we don't like, you know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah. like you said, my daughter, she's going to be together. She's going to be able to take care of a husband. I'm I'm prepping her to be a wife. I'm, her her to tools. Be a mother. I'm giving her, her tools. tools to be able mm-hmm. to go in the room and say, this is my business. I'm running this. We, we give the girls everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the boys, Oh, that's my baby. That's my boy. That's my son. And then, rely on and me for everything. And then it's kind of just like, <laughs> Even in those single mother homes, we kind of like, the, the boys are going to do it because boys are just attached to their mother. It's just, that's just how it is, especially if it's only two of you in the home. And like I was saying, I, I found myself having to set my own boundaries because in my head, I was, first of all, I was guilty, like, in relation to, like, he was in a failed relationship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and his dad was together. So I was trying to overcompensate. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like. That was the first issue, which is when I was telling you, like, we have to talk about how mothers need to heal before they start to raise this son because I'm upset. So, right. that can either turn into, I'm upset now, I'm loving you as if you would have been the man I wanted. And then mm. that's how we get these boundary issues, and or it becomes, I hate your daddy, so I hate you. So, you ain't if, if
0: both you of know. those are so unhealthy, yeah. like, two different levels of unhealthy. Yeah. It's like, where do you find that ba- that yeah. balance?
1: So, you have to first understand, like, you have to deal with what you're feeling, deal with your hurt. You know what I mean? Like you have mm-hmm. to, okay, I'm upset because this failed, which is fine. But this don't have nothing to do with this kid. So I can either, you know, do what I need to do to do the work on myself so that I can raise him properly or sh- her properly, whomever, we're talking about boy moms, but raise him properly so that he can understand this is not the behavior that you need to see. Because first of all, people stay in a relationship that's horrible for the kid. I'm not living that life because my son, not gonna grow up and think this is appropriate in his household. So that's number one for me. Then with his dad being outside of the home, still very active, but outside mm-hmm. of the home, now he gets this, you know what I mean? Like the chest get the puffing up. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> so it either becomes that or now, oh, mommy, 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 because kids feel things too. So if you're walking around hurting a the person, they feel that. Yeah. So they don't want to hug you all day. They don't want to lay under you all day. And I was doing that. We would sit up and you every time somebody would call me, my baby was right here on my hip. Rubbing my head, doing this, and it's just like it's fine to show that affection. But
0: they you need also
1: it. Have to, you also have to be like, all right, now um, I'm sleeping by myself tonight. You can go in your room. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to be like, it's okay to tell him no. It's okay for him to say, "I love you." However, this is some me time right now. You can't sit with me all day. You can't be under me all day. Let, why don't you do this? Like, what do you enjoy? So if you enjoy <laughs> doing this, well, let's focus on you doing that. Like say, so you. find your hobbies find your hobbies puzzles, puzzles i'll get you some paint you know it's it's appropriate for us to have separate time mm-hmm. you know you know or we go to a point where we get a phone call from a male friend who was that why he calling you wait a minute <laughs> oh i see where this is going so we're gonna
0: and stop this is not mm-hmm, nip so it, it in the bud
1: because you are my son we are not in a relationship and
0: I oh, see so many would. people letting that, like thinking that's so cute.
1: cute. Like, girl, he always, act- no. mm. I don't have to explain to you while I'm having a phone call with a friend, male or female. Yeah. That's not the role you should be playing. Like, that's just not your business. And, you know, I don't do the whole stay in the child's place thing because what does that even mean to them? You know what I mean? Like they ain't never been nothing but a child, first of all. <laughs> um, very much like you know, this is not the appropriate setting. There's no children in here, so mm-hmm. I prefer you to leave. But stay in a child's place. What does that? Mean? That don't mean anything to them. So we say stuff like that and think they're supposed to process it the same way we process it. So you have to just explain to them, no, this is not the appropriate time or place. Like you need to leave. And then it's like, okay. And then the whole, well, they're gonna ask why. Don't ask me why. Well, don't you ask why when you don't understand something? Ain't so you how you a, a learn a lesson if we don't explain why there is a lesson in place. They crazy. won't understand a boundary if we don't explain to them why there is a boundary.
0: And also, why wouldn't you want to articulate to your child? That's how they grow their vocabulary. That's how they grow their reasoning. That's how they grow their logic. Okay, if this, then that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's just, if this, because mama said so, or because daddy said so, like you hell? said, it's, it's, that means absolutely nothing. You're stifling their, their brain development, honestly, because the questions are needed.
1: Yeah, and you're not teaching them that it's okay for them to have boundaries. Mm. Like, it's, it's like, a, you That's know, a good point. if it's kind of just like, because I said so, or do this, or, you know, I, my, my thought behind this, and I think I told you, like, I want my son to not need therapy because of me. <laughs> if he's going to go to <laughs> therapy, it's going to have nothing to do with me. <laughs> but, like, my whole thought behind this is, like, I teach him, like, he understands when he's overwhelmed. He understands when he's upset about something and he goes, I'm having a big feeling. I need a minute. Like,
0: Listen, me- I'm going to have to start using that for myself
1: because he's honestly, I- <laughs> if I don't take a minute, I'm going to do something and I'm going to end up in trouble. So, you know what I'm saying? He's very much like, I'm going to go to my room for a minute. I'm going to go, you know, is it okay if I have a glass of juice and I go in the basement and watch TV because I need to get away from this situation. And you know, as parents, sometimes when our kids express their anger, we go, I- "Absolutely not! This is my house," and I said when I said. But who am I to tell him that he can't feel that? Because j- adults get upset just like kids get upset. So I can't get upset and break my own glass table. What sense does that make? So I have to give him the the autonomy and the room to say that just pissed me off. Like, let me go. I'm only seven, but I'm gonna go in my room because. If I act on this anger inappropriately, then now me and mommy gonna have a problem. Yeah. So
0: I I'm glad that, that. that's that is a blessing for real, because first of all, like you said, the fact that he can articulate that yeah. and that he has a, a plan in place for situations like that. It's not just like I'm feeling this, what do I do? He knows to, you know, step away, decompress for a little second. Get yourself
1: together, take some deep yeah. breaths, <laughs> and come back, you know? because yeah, he's been very, like, you know, on the game. Something happened. He throwed a remote. Okay, so game time is over because you don't know how to appropriately respond to when you get upset over a video game. hmm Because who going to keep replacing the remotes? I because
0: know. Since, that's
1: right. Since you can't treat your items with respect after you get upset, then we're just going to take it away for a couple days. And then you'll bet be you able to appreciate. Bet the you they don't get thrown no more. <laughs> This sixty dollar remote because now you know even though I got upset, upset with the game let me pause it because we, we're not gonna do that like I, you know it's
0: also other kids influence that too oh because God. you see of uh, you see other kids and of uh, you can you can parent your child as best as you best as you can as much as you want to but obviously they're gonna be around their peers, oh, they're gonna sure. be around other kids. More than so-
1: sometimes, yeah.
0: Exactly. So when they see little Johnny down the, the street who they play with, when he gets mad on the on on the game, he throws the, the remote. It's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So now you have to de uh
1: what is the word? De program. Deprogram them, yeah, Because like- I went through that too. Mhm. The whole like, you know, my son he started, of course, started kindergarten at five. He's always been a super chill kid. I mean, like, chill. Like, super mm-hmm. active as a boy, super hyper, but just chill. I never had problems with him. I just, he's seven. I probably had to pop him. I don't know. He's probably gotten four or five whoops in his whole life. Like, he just don't, he don't do stuff. Yeah. Um, And then it became the, like, he went to school and he's coming home. And I would say, oh, no, Bryce, you can't have that. And he fell out. And when I say I was so confused, because like, where, did did where did you see this? Where did you get this come from? <laughs> and I let him have his moment. Mm-hmm. And finish his tantrum is whatever he was trying to call it. <laughs> and now that you're done, we're gonna have a conversation about this because the next time this is not gonna be my response. So I can't, I can't just blow up with you because now yeah. I'm showing you that that's okay. We just gonna blow up the house. Go ahead and have your moment. And we had a long talk. Let me explain to you how this is never going to happen again. <laughs> and I would hear his friends like, I'm about to get upset. I'm going to have a tantrum. Try it. Because I've given you the tools. So I know you know better.
0: Right. And that's what the difference is. Because <laughs> you actually put the time in.
1: I know you know how to respond to you being upset. So... And then you have to teach, too, because like you said, they get influenced. This is my friend. I want to be like my friend. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you have to teach the individuality. I don't go with the you don't do what people do because if they jump off a bridge, you're going to jump off the bridge.
0: All these I cliche with, sayings.
1: I go with let's try. You know who you are. So why don't you try to be the leader? If you know they're doing something inappropriately, why don't you show them a better way to do it?
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: this is your friend so that they can look at you and say, oh. Well, this happened and he didn't respond that way. So maybe that's a better way to respond.
0: It'd be impactful. You don't right. have to be influenced.
1: Right. The and it's like, that I that don't
0: think it's anything. Them- oh, Sorry, go ahead.
1: Hard for them too, being young, because you don't want to put all that on them either, because now they could feel like I have to lead the pack. I don't yeah, want you to leave the pack. I want you to be you. And if somebody going, f- I just want you to do the right thing and be you. Somebody going to follow you. I know that's right. I just want to make sure you know, I'm talking uh, wrong kids, kids got it hard because they got to oh, learn yeah. all this
0: balance. And I'm going to tell you, as a 35-year-old woman, I'm just now getting the concept of balance fully just because of my own, you know, mm-hmm. childhood traumas and passed down generation curses and things like that. So thankfully, I feel like the generation, my generation is doing a much better job at, you know, letting kids That's be. Absolutely kids and like giving them a safe space to you know just be yeah. children and trying to break some of those curses not all but right. you know a lot of them I, I do think but that's a lot of pressure like just listening to you say that it's like Maybe. be this but you still got to figure out how to right
1: because
0: i do think influence is okay like i do think it's okay for kids to influence. for sure yeah mm-hmm.
1: i think that um oh, i just lost my train of thought of something you said that made me um Oh, as far as our generation, of course, like, I think our generation is doing a better, I don't want to use the word better, but um, (laughs) uh, raising our children differently than our parents and our, you know, whomever, because we're doing the work on ourselves. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and thank God I didn't really have much work to do because my parents were very much like, well, why do you think that you're in trouble? Or, you Mm -hmm. know, something, something will happen and we will be able to say Ma, I don't think I should have gotten in trouble for that and this is why. That Not saying that we still weren't going to get the punishment. Yeah. But we were able to have dialogue to say, well, this is what I meant by that even though I was upset and it came off this way. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, "Oh, I feel like I shouldn't have gotten in trouble because all I said was and this is why I said it. Now, my gotcha. parents would say, that makes sense. Okay, I get you. Or I heard what you said. However,
0: mm. you know,
1: this the punishment still stands. You know what I mean? Like Next time think about it. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have to do a better job as parents, too, is making the punishment meet the crime. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes we punish out of anger. Mm -hmm. Instead of just thinking, like, well, I told them to turn the TV off at 11. They turned it off at 11.40, but I'm pissed off about my workday. So now you can't watch TV for two weeks. Like, come on. It's like they don't match. So now you have them having resentment, this anger. They're going to deal with whatever somebody gives them. Or sneak I would have said, mom, two weeks for, for 40 minutes? Like, come on, that's not reasonable. like Or like you, or
0: or sneaking, which yeah. is not healthy either. You know, right?
1: Cause, right. If, you're, like if you
0: if you feel like you're not being justly treated, you're gonna rebel against that. You're not gonna yeah. respect the actual punishment, which was the whole point.
1: They didn't learn anything. <laughs> they just learned to lie. <laughs> like I know. And be mad at midnight. So I'm gonna just watch TV at twelve fifteen. Like. <laughs>
0: And put that little finger up in behind, behind your back. <laughs> see, I know when I was a little kid, that finger <laughs> stay up. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean my mom was kinda like how yours is. Um, I think my dad was more of the do as I say, not as I do yeah. That type, but thankfully, my mom was more of the like you said. We can converse about it. We can talk about it. Open chat discussions. Yeah, you still don't get in trouble. Right. Um, it wasn't automatically going to corporate punishment. It was, you know, I, I, I didn't have a couple weapons, but that wasn't the automatic.
1: Right. But you know,
0: yeah. So how do you find the balance between your self care? Um, obviously. Make it time because you still want to have your, your cuddles with your boy and all that. How do you find that balance? Like, what do you actually make sure that you're doing?
1: So, first of all, I make sure that he feels acknowledged, even if it's not his day. So we have, like, um, you know, my son is kind of like he doesn't need attention the whole day. He may just need me to pop in and say, oh, what game are you playing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, he's like, oh, mommy, I won again. So he, he likes, like, to touch bases. So by me learning him all these years, I don't have to sit in the room with him for 12 hours. He don't need that. So Or wanted, it, was, probably. <laughs> right. Or wanted at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but So my boundaries started, like I said, when he was a little younger. I had such a hard time because I wanted to make sure he felt that I loved him. You know what I mean? Like I, wanted, like I, was, I had enough time for him. Yeah. Um, so it was everything was him. Everything was him. Like, I know I was supposed to go get my nails in today, but he wanted to watch a movie. So I forget it. I just go later. Mm, neglect the mama I was supposed to go do this with my friends but mm, he said he'd rather stay home so forget it I just cancelled so then I found myself being exhausted and then the exhaustion (laughs) she's a mother the exhaustion (laughs) turned into like I'm so sick of being at home so now it's like I'm not angry at him but I'm irritated mommy can I have this mommy stop asking me for stuff like no Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to him because all I had to do was do what I wanted to do. And it put wasn't your like foot he wasn't down. Be safe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he wasn't going to be wherever I was going to take him, and he really didn't go nowhere. His dad, my my mom, you know, my parents, and his dad's parents. That's it. His godparents. He don't go nowhere. So I know he's safe. But it was me. What if I take him somewhere? What he felt like I just threw him away? What if he felt like I didn't have time for him? And okay. Then, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then I had to like check myself. Like this boy's living a life of luxury. Like, like if I drop him off for four hours because I want to go have something to eat with a friend, he will be okay. Listen, like it's not gonna be the end of the world. I can go and get my nails done and not have to worry about what is how is he feeling. He's fine. I sent him with all his snacks, his laptop, his tablet, his game. What he's what more do he need? The so so life. I get myself like how how am I gonna pour into him if I'm empty. If I'm tired, if mm. I'm exhausted, because I still have to work. I still have to clean this house that he messed up. I still have to cook dinner. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I have to do all that and I don't have no outlet? Because now okay. at this point, it's 9.30 and I'm on the couch passed out. Burnout. And I missed the show I wanted to watch because I made sure I watched all 27 episodes of the show he wanted to watch. Straight
0: burnout. And what are you... Okay, this is another question that I wanted to ask. This kind of just came up. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of the ways that our generation is not doing a great job, and like I said, I am not a parent, so it's very easy for me to judge in that in that sense. But just from the outside looking in, I don't feel like we teach our kids how to process disappointment. Um, I think a lot of us focus on um, giving them what we never had, uh, making sure that they, you know, don't feel whatever our whatever our trauma was of of not having or you know not having food or not having this whatever we grew up dealing with um so that when they do grow up anything they ask for they pretty much get mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that especially if you have the means yes. and ability to do that but how do you teach them to process? How do you teach your son to process disappointment? because there are going to be times in life where he's not going to get what he wants absolutely
1: and i that was a part of my setting boundaries when he was younger because i was the same like i said i was it was all about him whatever he wanted whatever he asked for mhm we going to figure it out but i had to think about me i didn't start paying my phone bills until i was 24 mm-hmm. and when my parents told me i had to pay that phone bill i was crushed what are you talking about cuz i never had to do nothing same. I did. The, I started oh, no. at 24 too. They really told me no. Mm-hmm. But I mean like it was like and even if it was like no today all right I'll get it next week. I ain't even worried about it.
0: But we'll revisit
1: this. We'll revisit it. <laughs> and that's how I started to raise him. Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: it became like a not mommy can I have this toy. Mommy the toy is at Target. At H three. It was very <laughs> entitled. Like it was very mm-hmm. like Oh I'm I'm not worried about it. I know I'm going to get it. So I don't even have to worry about that. But then I had to think about how that's going to affect him later in life, even with just, like, getting a job. Yeah. He might not get the job. So now it's like, oh, my God, somebody told me no. How dare you tell me no? You know what I mean? Like, or well, something simple, like, hey, I want to go out to eat today. Oh, I can't make it. Are you a, are you serious? Like, you know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be able to process no. It would feel like rejection to him, and now I'm yeah. Able- so it's like, you know, real world, you're gonna get told no all the time, and that's okay. Yeah. It's not that you made a mistake. It's not that you did anything wrong. The person just wasn't in alignment with what you wanted, and that's fine. You didn't do anything wrong, and even if you did, you need to be able to recognize that you made the mistake and that's why you were told no, and that's okay too, because now you know what to do. Like when I was um I was I was well, I still am, but not actively, but a therapist for children with autism. So one of my clients didn't understand no so it would be you want to color everybody always say yes oh my god they're so cute i'm gonna just say yes mm-hmm. so one day they asked me do you want to color?" i said oh no thank you i'm okay wait a minute Ball and crying and i had to teach that behavior no thank you it's okay when someone tells you no thank you say oh no big deal so then it became like a, I would just randomly do the test. Like you know, I'll say yes four times and then no the fifth time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it gradually became like easier until the point where they would be like, oh no big deal, maybe next time. We have to teach these people it's okay to say no. <laughs> You're gonna get told no.
0: You just said the the main thing, people. These are little people. And they are going to be people. they I mean they're good. already people, but you know what I mean.
1: But these <laughs> children is people though, and right. I, that's why we're able to raise our children differently because we see them as people. Like we don't say, you know, this is what I cooked for dinner. Like because I've had family members tell me, like you ask him
0: what he want to eat. Yes, he, he's gonna
1: the one to to eat it. Something I don't want to eat. So why should I expect him to? Why should I say, you know, why should I not give him the? Oh, we have a couple errands to run today. Would you want to go with me, or do you want me to drop you off to your dad if you don't feel like walking around? Give you options. Because if I don't feel like walking around, I'm going to stay home. So why is it not okay for a child to say, I am exhausted. I've been at school all day. I've done this all day. I would really just rather lay down. Well, I said, get up. I got something to do. So then when they go to the store. And clown. Now you mad at them. When they told you they were exhausted, they were overstimulated from their day. What do you want them to do at six and seven years old? Mm. Like they don't see them as, you know, like my actual father. humans they say that all the time. I'm like, Oh, you get him too many options. Yeah. So when he grows up, he's going to be able to say this or that. He's gonna- A or B or C, or maybe even D decision without me. If I die tomorrow, he can say, I don't want a hot dog. I want a hamburger. He's not going to be looking to me to say, what should I eat? You
0: don't understand how many people it really is in this world that is like that. And it is so scary for me because it's like, You are an adult, but you are are arrested. Your development is so arrested and it's, it's so scary. Like I was watching something the other day and this guy got pulled over and he's like, Oh, I got to call my mama. Sir,
1: you are a whole gang member. (laughs) (laughs) And if she didn't give him the tools accidentally or sometimes on purpose because i want you to want me i want you to need me
0: rely on me i need you to rely on me
1: Uh, you don't need nobody else you got your mama
0: ego it's an ego boost
1: what happened when you passed away and now he don't know how to proper have a relationship with anybody for that matter because you didn't give him the tools to be able to, to love another person even if it's just platonically you didn't give him that because everything was his mother was his world he can't function without you mm-hmm. and you can't think that's normal. You can't think that's healthy for your son to be so wrapped up in you that he can't make other decisions without you or, or cohabitate with another person. That's insane. <laughs> like that's crazy. So yeah, I just can't, I don't know. I think we do a good, but you did ask the bad job. What I think that we do a bad job in in our generation is we still have this want to be friends with our kids, like mm-hmm. pulls them to too much. We allow them to be around at the party and sometimes it's going to be okay because like me and my friends, we all hang out with our kids too, but it's a certain time. when we like, all right, y'all can go in the house. You know? Go ahead, go that way. <laughs> and, and, and some people here, it's kind of like, girl, he know I smoke or he know I drink. That don't mean he need to see you do it. That don't mean he need to hear this conversation. And that's why kids are like, well, why would you tell what's going on in my house? Well, you just told him how many people you slept with when he was sitting on the couch while you was on the phone with your friend. And
0: they cannot wait to tell. My mama and my daddy was,
1: it's just like, they it's see so Because sometimes like, and even like my son come home, he tell me everything and I have to tell him sometimes that wasn't for me to know. So just because the adult in the room didn't say you need to go have a seat because there's no children in here and this is not a conversation for you, doesn't mean you have to repeat it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if this was your business and he said that, mommy, I didn't like that I, that happened and you told somebody that. I didn't like you told my, I didn't like that you told what I did. Ooh. so if you can't understand that you don't want me to tell your business you need to follow through with everybody else because whether or not you heard it doesn't mean it was your business to tell which is inappropriate because now you don't know who's even listening to you telling and where they're gonna take that information to so yeah it's just like we we do too much and wanting to be oh girl he he where he know i curse he know i do. you know and i even find myself too being like well, let me stop because my son tell me mommy you know you shouldn't say that <laughs> well you get know, you right together Every time, or, you know, I'm at the stop sign and I got the road rage bad. Mommy, don't do that. Mommy, that lady can't even hear you. So why are you cussing? Like, you calm know, down. Calm down. <laughs> it's okay. So we, we expose them to too much, I think. You know, we don't monitor what they're looking at. We don't monitor what they're watching because it's easier to give them the tablet and go clean the kitchen. It's easier to clean, you know, wash yeah. their clothes or finish your work at home and just let them do whatever they have to do to occupy that time. We don't monitor them enough, I think, sometimes. And then we're also very loose with, and not necessarily anybody I know, but, like, I know younger parents that are like, I want to go to this party. So, um, Uncle JoJo that you ain't seen in seven months gonna take, going to come pick you up and you should be all right. They don't know Uncle JoJo. So what would make you think they're going to be comfortable in that environment?
0: Traumatizing. Not that anything's going to happen, but it's just scary. Like, this is a, technically a stranger.
1: a stranger. Yeah, it's a stranger. And that then, you ordained you know, that for me to be with, <laughs> right? Because you wanted to go outside. So what you teaching them? Like my mom gonna do whatever she got to do to hang out and kick it, whether I'm in their head, whether I'm safe or not. Because being mm. scared is not being safe to them. So I'm not safe right now. I'm afraid. I don't know this person. And then my mom comes to pick me up, and she had a great time. So now it's like you know, you've been out hanging out, you with your friends, you might not come home and say, hey, how, how was it? Are you okay? Did anything happen? Mm-hmm. You might not say that because it just, not, it didn't dawn on you, not that you don't care, it's just, you on a high right now from being out. So whatever they may have been feeling and that anxiety, they went to bed with it. And then it's kind of just like, well, I'm going to suppress these feelings. So if something happened to me, I'm just not going to talk about it. It don't matter. I'm like, people don't understand how something so small can turn into anything. Like the, I'm not a person. If my son say he ain't hugging you, he ain't hugging you. Sorry, he on you. the mood I can get into it with the whole house and I don't care. And <laughs> Line up. Everybody that know me know that. Because if I make him hug you, what I'm teaching him is to disrespect his boundaries and mm-hmm. his comfort level. So now when that same person touch his private area, I told him that was okay. Because just because somebody wants you to do something, you have to do it. Yep. You don't get to speak up you have to say, well, they asked me to do it or they told me to do it, so I guess I just got to do it because my mom made me hug them, so doing what they tell me to do must be okay. Right. So that's how we get the rape and the molestation and all that, all this time because they, they've they learned to just shut up. And it's like people don't understand how something so little can turn into a, a lifetime of chaos.
0: Oh, absolutely, and and it's very easy to happen. I mean, like like you said, the smallest little thing for the example that you had, they go to bed with this, this anxiety, mm-hmm. and so the next time when you grabbing your keys and it look like you getting dressed, mommy, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know it's like now you're freaking out because I'm just going to have a simple drink with my 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 sister, but mm-hmm. you thinking I'm about to go take you to cousin Pete's house, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to give these kids PTSD. It's already mm-hmm. too much stuff out here. They already gotta be doing. Uh, active shooting drills I at school. I was just about
1: to say they're already doing drills It's too much.
0: It's too much. They got enough stuff. Their house is supposed to be their, their safe spot. Yeah,
1: yeah. But and it's, it's unfortunate.
0: People don't, like you said, people don't really see kids as kids. It's like, they're a kid until they're not, and then it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you too, you too grown to be acting like that.
1: I've <sighs> never acted like anything outside of an adult.
0: I don't know how to do this. Mm. Well, okay, so I I think my last question for you would be, um, obviously, you have quite a well, not that long the way these these years are going by, but mm-hmm. how are you going to be preparing yourself, which I see it seems like you already have for your son to go out into the world and you know develop his own family.
1: Well, so I kind of like. I don't want to say mold, but I kind of have to. So my first thought is to let me prepare him to be alone. So before going out and meeting somebody, how developed are you as a person? Just as a man, period. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So can you cook? Can you wash your clothes? Do you know how to separate them? Are you cleaning up? What does your room look like? Are you maintaining your car? Are you doing all of this? How's your bills? Do you know how to balance a checkbook? Do you know how to check your sa- checking and savings? Do you have a checking and savings? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I know you didn't just say balance no checkbook.
1: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I might not write checks, but I don't know what situation he going to be in that may require a check or a cashier's check. Do you know how to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, And it's just, it sounds stupid because we don't do that, but I don't know what type of situation he's gonna be in, and that's yeah. be a small skill. Even with like, like I've gotten workbooks from his school that is a check in there, and he like, what is that? It's just certain stuff we don't teach them because we don't think about it because it's obsolete or obsolete it's now, obsolete like, like house phones. Yeah, it's obsolete to our world, but mm-hmm. I don't know what world he's gonna end up in.
0: True, or, he could be over some, oh, somewhere in Italy, somewhere,
1: and they're like, oh, I need, I only take checks. You yeah, a check. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I first prepare him to be a, a person himself mm-hmm. to understand his emotions, to understand his boundaries, to understand it's okay to say no to people whether you're in love with them or not, whether it's your mother or not. If your mother is toxic, she gotta go. I don't care if she had you or not. So you need to, your relationship has nothing to do with somebody being toxic. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to deal with something because you love somebody. It's okay to love them and stay away. So I need, I'm just teaching him how to just be a good person. How yeah. to just have morals and integrity, and and looking in a reading the room and saying I'm not supposed to be here because this doesn't align with who I am. I'm
0: mm-hmm. not going to stay
1: here because my best friend is here. I have to go because if that's my best friend, he know I don't do this type of stuff. So why did he push my boundary like this? Is, is this my type of friend? And he's had that situation, unfortunately, in first grade um, already. His friend, you know, talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, we're going to jump such and such." they they're on the phone. I'm listening to them on the phone. He said, why you didn't help me jump the boy? He said, the boy didn't do nothing to me. So he's like, well, what you mean? Well, he didn't do nothing to you either. Really? He just didn't want to play with you. <laughs> You're going to jump him because he don't want to play with you? What sense does that make? So I felt good. Like, okay, you know. His Come business, on, mediator. Like, there was nothing that the boy did to either of us. So I'm not involved in that. Sorry. No, so I can't be a part of that. And he was like, you can do what you want to do, but I'm not going to do it. So then I'm like, okay, so I just need to make sure I laid the foundation. Mm -hmm. And what you do after that is your business. But just making sure he's a well-rounded person, like understanding his emotions, being able to just take a deep breath, being able to understand authority and recognize authority and being okay with it. A lot of men don't, don't, they don't deal with authority well. Mm -hmm. It's like a challenge for them. Who are you talking to? But if you know yourself and you know who you are and what you're capable of, it doesn't matter if another man walks in a room that's your superior and tells you to do something because you understand the hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what's going on. So it's like just because they requested something something of me, which is may or may not be in my job or whatever I'm doing, I can either articulate I'm not comfortable with this because mm-hmm. this is not under my scope or you can understand that this is something I'm supposed to do anyway, so why does it even matter? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't understand authority, which is how yeah. end up with all these men trying to fight the police and going to jail and getting killed. And many times, of course, it's or, not their fault, but sometimes it is. Or quitting every job. Quit, be, oh, or quitting every job because he's not going to talk to me like every that. Every job. Like, come on. Yeah. So, yeah, and then just being kind. I think that's important. I think that people get into relationships and they're just not kind people. They're mm-hmm. just not considerate people. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, being being cute or being able to, you know, have these sexual whatever and being, doesn't make you a good partner. Or being financially stable doesn't make you a good partner. Like, are you considering how they felt that day? You know, I kind of teach them, like, you know, you're going to do whatever you want to do in your household, but if you're living the type of life where you want the woman to do every single thing, you don't think that you should help? You just brought up something I wanted
0: to talk about real quick when you said that the weaponized ignorance that I see a lot of um, young men Mm -hmm. use because and not that they don't know how to do it because a lot of them actually do know how to do a lot of this stuff. They do have moms that Mm -hmm. have given them that the tools that they need, but because of society and what they see and how they see, well, wait a minute. I got
1: the money. so Why would I even wash a dish? That don't even make sense. Or,
0: or not even just the money. I see my homeboy over here, he he don't know how to cook, clean, do nothing, but he getting the women and they're doing everything for him. Why am I over here being this well-rounded young man when I could just sit back and act like, oh, babe, well, you know, I don't know how to fill out applications or, oh, babe, you know, I don't know how to do laundry. Oops. I, I probably, I might shrink everything or change the colors. Can you do it? It's like, in what way has it been normalized for able, not the ones who have not gotten the tools. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not giving them a pass, but at least they didn't get the tools. Well, yeah, I've man, seen, you
1: can't do what you don't know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I know people, like even in my own family who where I know how you were raised. I was there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, I don't know how to do anything.
1: <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, what in the world? But like you said, it's the influence. It's the seeing your friends. You don't want to walk in the room and all your friends, women washing their feet and your girlfriend looking at you like... <laughs> Cool. Well, Even though that norm, yeah, he never does it, but now it's kind of just like now I feel like, man, am I being treated right? Am I being this? And then you get the women that's like, well, your girlfriend don't do this, but I don't mind rubbing your feet. So now in his head, it's like, am I not getting everything I need? Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I not doing what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, and it's kind of just like they have to know themselves and know get the partner you want. That's how I feel, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there are women that enjoy. Doing everything for that man, whether he know how to do it or not. Yeah. And if that's the type of life you want to live, be with that woman as opposed to being with the woman that's, why do I need to make your plate if I cooked? And you cool with that at home. But then when you go in public now, it's a problem. Right. No. If you want to be with that woman, then find that woman. Don't try to change this woman into be something you want. You could have just went with the woman you wanted. Very true. So now you're in the house and you're upset and it's resentment now because you won't do what I want you to do when it's a thousand women that will. And I know it's easier said than done, I've been with this person, I've been in a relationship, but that's knowing your boundaries. You're letting your boundaries get trampled on because you like this person. So is it really beneficial to anybody? Because now Eventually
0: it's going to be resentment.
1: It's resentment, y'all angry Mm -hmm. at each other. Now it's nitpicking. Yeah. But this talk been on the floor for four years. And today you're (laughs) upset?
0: (laughs) We walk past it every single day. And you pick it
1: up. Because... Mm. Now y'all upset because y'all didn't address y'all boundaries in the beginning. So people just have to understand, like I said, being considerate, too. Like, if you know, make the man play sometimes. You could do that, too. Oh, I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going
0: to do that anyway because that's
1: how I am. Pick like, a- come on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's give and take. I'm not saying you... I'm I'm not going to be no slaves to nobody, but it's, it's give and take in a relationship. You're going to have to sometimes do some things you may not feel like doing, and so are they, but it's being considerate of each other's feelings, like... So love is about sacrifice. It is. And it doesn't and sacrifice doesn't mean you have to hurt yourself. But you have to be able to, like you said earlier, find a balance. hmm You know what I'm saying? You guys have a conversation at any relationship. So but I think you gotta start that stuff young. You have to start that like you know. I've had conversations with my son. I know that we share this house. And of course I have to maintain it, but all I ask you to do is keep your playroom clean. All I asked you to do was keep your bedroom clean, and mm-hmm. if at a, of, a, of it of day, then it won't get. On Saturday, you won't feel overwhelmed. So let me show you how to do a little bit every day. So it's like, cool. Now this is my routine. You have to be considerate. Of, you don't live alone, and I'm not your maid. So I know if that's fine. To die today, who gonna clean your room? Like you have to just prepare them for stuff like that. And when you get married, that's not your slave either.
0: So it seems like you're doing a good job, though, with with giving him the tools that, like you said, just to be a well-rounded human being first beyond anything, because you just you're getting you're setting him up to be kind, considerate, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that is the core to anything. If you have if you can be kind, considerate and patient to some extent, (laughs) because I think that you can pretty much navigate you can you can navigate through life honestly and deal with any type of person
1: yeah because those type of people are always going to see the positive on how they can make it positive it's not you know what i mean like you're going to run into trials and tribulations for the rest of your life yeah either sit in it and die or i can look at it and say what can what can i learn from this to do better the next time or what positive can i pull out of this and it's just knowing like going it's always going to be boundaries for me because it's just people that are evil and mean. So now your boundary is this is not the person I need to be around. Because this is person going to make me do something I don't want to do. Yeah. And you just have to kind of get to know yourself a little bit, but that goes from doing the work. I know that this person makes me angry. Why would I invite them over for dinner? Why would I go to their house for dinner if they invite me if I know I'm going to leave crying?
0: Or irritated, or you know, or feeling bullied, or whatever.
1: Easy, like, you have to know, get to know yourself, and feel how you feel, and feel your emotions, and say, Okay, like.
0: So, you gonna be the sweet mother in law?
1: Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) I'm not that whole, that, that whole, like, that's my son, and (laughs) yeah, I come. I'm not doing it because I've equipped him enough to pick a good person. Mm-hmm. So I know that whoever he chooses to be with is going to align with who he's supposed to be. And that's okay. But I don't, I'm not in the business of trying to make you feel bad about yourself. Or yeah. I either to come to the family gatherings or I don't, you know, I've been. The, the passive
0: aggressiveness. Yeah.
1: I've, I've, ugh, I've been. The girl <laughs> the mother, and I'm not the girl for that because what were you trying to say?
0: Excuse me. Like, what was that? I'm sorry. Can you make that a little bit more clear for me?
1: (laughs) I'm the aggressive one because I speak up for myself. So that's been like, you know, but I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to be the mother when you can have four girlfriends in my house. Not on Mm. my watch. Which one are you? Is this the one (laughs) I was at yesterday? Oh, you look (laughs) dirty. Now she going to put them on blast. I know that's right. (laughs) I didn't raise you like that. So, how dare you bring four different girls in my house? So now you're pushing my boundary. (laughs) Wait, let's play. (laughs) Like, we're not going to do that. And I'm not going to be the mother. to. I'm not the gossiping mother. I'm not doing that either because this is still my son. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be able to say, if my son is not treating you with how you feel you should be treated, why are you here? So you got to move on, sis. You have to move on. You can't allow anybody, my son or not, to treat you any type of way. And if he not doing what he was taught to do, Then show him how your absence is better. I love it. I'm not. I'm not gonna be that mother. I'm gonna be kind and sweet. I ain't gonna deal with no foolishness either. But
0: I I, I don't think so. I I don't think so. But I think that. I honestly think that you're a fair person. I feel like you. You know, if if people come correct, we can have a lot
1: of wonderful person. It's something I hate my guts, but for the most part, they did something to me first.
0: Say, so, look, leave me alone. I not but i <laughs> but Just
1: leave
0: me alone. That's how I'm raising so, my
1: son. You don't start it, but you don't let nobody walk over you
0: either. Any parting words, any advice for any of the uh, boy moms out here, how they can, you know, if they are already kind of in that space where they might need to reel it back, mm-hmm. what is some advice that you can give them of how they can start making some small changes to just, you know, get things back to, the correct order
1: of how it should really be. First of all, give yourself some grace. Being raising a human of any gender is <laughs> ghetto. It's hard. It's like literally like outside of me trying to just make him a good person. I'm winging it. Mm-hmm. This was my first kid. You know what I mean? Like, and I had <laughs> examples from parents and my aunts and all of that. But until you're living, you know, you're living this life. You can't say what somebody's mom or dad should have did or how they mm-hmm. should have responded to that because you don't know. And, and was, their specific story too. Your house, your dynamic and your household can be totally different from mine. You may be okay. I know people that's okay with their kids cursing. And then our overall society is like, absolutely not. Now, not that it makes it right, but how can I judge whatever they have going on? It's not going to happen in my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, cursing may have been a bit extreme, but it's certain things that people are okay with that I might not be. And you have to just give yourself grace for, for the space you want to be in. Yeah. Um. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. Don't compare your kids to somebody else because people learn differently. They adjust to things differently. They have different mental issues. Their capacity is different. So, just because my son is doing something that you feel like is so amazing. Don't project that onto your kid. Well, this mm-hmm. is why you're not doing it. Because are you you know, you don't you can't do that. Don't do that with moms either. A lot mm-hmm. of people themselves look way better than they actually are. So this person is coming out with all this great idea on oh, me and my child do this and do that. And then they're at home and they're miserable with their kid. They don't have a relationship with their kid at all. So you focus on you. You focus on doing what you want to do. If you have to, write down what you want your goals as a mother to be. I want to be more loving. I want to hug my kid more. I want to, you know, verbally express how I feel to them. There's so many people that are in love with their kids to the core and can't tell them mm. because given that, so they don't know how they weren't shown affection. So, write down what your goals are. Pray about it. Wh- whatever your religion is or whatever your spirituality is because that's more important whatever your spirituality is focus on that go seek that how can i be a better this how can i be a better that a better person take care of yourself and this is it sounds so crazy but bedtimes are very important (laughs) kind of just feel like oh they go to bed when they go to bed when my kid go to bed that's my alone time so i'm not wavering on that like, it's not going to be, you know, the weekends might be a little different, but I have people that kids are up all night. When do you get time to decompress? You don't. When do you get time to say, oh, this is what happened today? Because these kids are hell sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most most part, they're good, but they have their days when they yeah. are just overstimulated and doing too much. And it's just like, when did you get time to decompress from what they put you through today? Because people well, don't talk, talk about the, that the kids put us through stuff, too.
0: That's what I'm gonna say. If or even you're overstimulated, yeah. forget the fact about them. That day you might be having a moment, like too much noise, too much going on. It's and like that happened. You need to, yeah.
1: And then with me too. So like, I'm a social worker and a therapist. I, t- I hear people' problems all day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come home sometimes and listen to why Timmy didn't play with you. <laughs> and I can't say I don't care, but to combat that, hey, we got home at six o'clock today. I need to 645. At 645, I'll come talk to you about what happened with Tammy. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. I need 45 minutes. We don't hey, do welcome. that as mothers because we just like, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, you can sit down. You can tell them no. It was a video I saw on TikTok where the mom was saying she was so overwhelmed that day and the daughter wanted to get in the bed with her. But she had so much work to do. So she, you know, going back and forth, it's time for you to go to bed, it's time for you to go to bed. The girl kept trying to come in the office, she's crying, she's having a fit, so the mom just chose to ignore her, which is fine, go through your emotions, because I'm not going to tell you not to feel that, Mm -hmm. but what I'm telling you is, you cannot sleep in this office with me right now, I need a moment, I'm exhausted, and I can't take on what you have going on right now, and you know, she was like, after a while, the daughter just fell asleep right at the door, outside the door. And it was like, in my head, the daughter understood the boundary. I need to be, she, like, she, the mom let her recognize and let her feel, I have to be close to you to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I want to at to see you. And then the daughter was able to recognize the boundary is she doesn't want me physically touching her right now, physically in the room. So I'll sleep out here where I can see her and feel safe because I see her. Mm-hmm. But I'll let her stay in the room by herself so that she doesn't necessarily see me. So we have to teach them that. You can say no, mm-hmm. no, you cannot come in here. No, I would not like to watch a movie with you today. If you don't mind, can we watch it tomorrow? Like, then they'll get they're okay with that. Oh, okay, well, I can't do it today, but I look forward to tomorrow. So now it's like, all right, uh, it's it's easy now, you know. So be kind to yourself. You're not a bad mother. If they cry because you say no, it's okay. They'll get over it. Right. <laughs> they always do. You're not hurting them. They're fed. They're clothed. They have a roof over their head. They've been bathed for the evening. Why is it not okay for you to tell them not tonight? It is. Take time for yourself. Take time to decompress. Learn yourself. Understand what you want as a person. You can't pour into somebody if you're empty. So people, mothers aren't kind to themselves. It's like we have to run, run, run. No, you don't. And that's okay. So that's just it. Be have grace for yourself. Learn, understand your boundaries. Give those kids a bedtime. They <laughs> need to go to bed because you need a long time. Mm-hmm. If they're up all night with you and y'all fall asleep together, you have to get up in the morning and make sure they're good. How can you do that? You wake up angry. So now you ruin everybody's day. Tired, looking, looking stressed out. Yeah, look, ruin everybody's day, and like it's important. They can't be successful at school if you curse them out in the morning.
0: In the morning, yep. The first thing in the day is getting cursed yeah. out.
1: And they notice you were upset. So how do you think they're going to go to school and feel? Now their emotions are all over the place. So how are they going to learn anything? How are they going to be able to properly play with people if they're already all over the place?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: get yourself together at night so you can wake up refreshed and go, okay, what I have going on today? And then, you know, I think bedtime is important too because now... It's important for them not to wake up upset and angry and tired. Dragging them out the bed, basically dragging them out the last ten minutes. Hurry up now! You got to move. Get up! I told you do this. You should have did that. You should have did. I used to be sleeping
0: in on the bathroom floor, (laughs) and I had a bad time. But I'm just not a morning person. But still,
1: like. (laughs) And then you learn your kids too, if you know they're not a morning person you may have to start the day a little early to give them time to adjust to the day. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like, you just got to learn yourself and learn your kids and what works for your household. Don't worry about nobody else's house, what your friends doing, what works for you, what works for your kid, what makes them happy, what makes you happy and letting them know, I may have told you this, but I love you still. You know, if you know your kids love language, my son is a physical touch, words of affirmation. I know that. So I may just walk past him and say, I think you're so cool. Like, you know, I think you're so sweet. I think you're very kind. Or this morning I woke him up and he was in the hallway and I just gave him a hug. It made his day. He said, like, oh, mommy, I love to start my day with a hug. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't your kids. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so now that makes me feel better. So now we both walk out the door like, all right, let's do it. Let's take a We good, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I just think people need to just be a little kinder to themselves, mothers, and Learn themselves and learn their boundaries and what the goal is for the for mother son relationship. What do you want him to look like when he gets older?
0: You're raising somebody's future something. You know what something. I
1: mean. So focus on that instead of what you're not doing well because I'm sure it's way more that you are. So.
0: All right. I I think that that was excellent, especially because. First of all, I did not know about the the therapist, uh social worker. So yes, okay. honey, we, we need you out here talking to these people. <laughs> I am definitely. I think there was so much um, knowledge, so many jewels dropped. I really do appreciate your time, oh, your so knowledge. So it sounds like you are doing an amazing job.
1: Yes, so I'm trying, child. Now everything. I'm still.
0: <laughs> no, no. Listen,
1: I'm not perfect. But we I'm still fine. human. We I still feel human. Like moments when I'm like, I need to go tell him I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: But that's also a big thing too, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: I am definitely thankful for your presence on my podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Any parting words?
0: That I think I think that was it, right?
1: Yeah. No, just you know, like I said, be kind and take care of yourself, and everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And stop treating that boy like your your husband. That part. (laughs) That's not
0: your man. Okay. That's not your babe. I'm sorry.
1: It's not, he you might look like your old Kid, back. kid With kid clothes and start putting him in all them rhinestone jeans, okay? He can't play in that, love. He is, he's stiff, he's, he's uncomfortable, sweetheart. He's
0: studying his growth, Please. okay? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna go ahead and call this one. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>